Good evening, um, TDN listeners, and welcome to this week in interview with your host, Anthony Drago. Welcome back to my regular listeners. I always appreciate you making this week in interview a part of your weekly schedule. And if tonight is the first time that you're listening to this week in interview, my naked objective is to make you a regular listener. I hope you, you like what you hear, you like your experience enough to keep coming back on a Wednesday. Special good night to those on the Nature Eye who may be listening to us through our, our, our collaborators, um, RVR Jams on DigiPlay Channel 59. Um, they carry this weekend interview, interview live. I hope everyone had a great week. I hope you, you're staying safe um, in these times where you know there's all type of risks and perils out there. I hope, I hope you're managing to stay safe. Tonight, I have one of my guests on that he's been on a few times. Um, he, he, he's almost part of the, of the TDN family, so to speak, because um, he never fails to respond um, when I invite him on. And so it's always a pleasure to have him. I'm going to introduce him to you right after the break. Because if you are a regular listener, you know that um, I always play the character anthem when we start. Tonight, I'm going to be talking to Gifters John. He has some new work. Um, you know, he's such a prolific um, writer, artist, creator. However, you want to you want to you want to describe him in that realm. Um, he is he, he's, he's in a class by himself, producing work and producing it to such a high a high degree. So let's, I'm anxious to look on for the conversation to begin, so I'm not going to take any more time. Um, I, I'm going to go listen to Mikkel, do the Karakaman theme, and when we come back, I'm going to be joined by, by Gifters John, and we're going to have an hour of, of art and culture. Stay tuned. Distant lands, our forefathers came. Some seeking adventure, some bound in chains. Through battles waged and fought, through victory and pain, by test of their courage, our freedom was gained. In homage to those gone before us, the heroes of lands in the sun, we vow to join hands and to focus on building one Caribbean. Raise your voices high, sing of your Caribbean pride.
All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, listeners, uh, I, I know you may be listening to us on TDN Radio or you may be viewing us on TDNTV.net uh, or on Facebook Live, on Facebook Live on this week, on in interview Facebook page or TDN Radio Facebook page. But wherever you're listening to us, I'm inviting you now to, um, to share the link. Send the link to, to someone you know who likes art, someone you know who likes to read, someone you know who, who's just interested in Caribbean culture and Caribbean literary work. Um, share, share the link with them so that they can, they can listen to this conversation and, 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 and listen to the stalwart of an artist, uh, Mr. Gifters John, who is my guest tonight on, um, on this weekend interview. Uh, Gifters, I don't want to take a whole lot of time. Most of the guests know you, although we pick up new guests all the time. I've, and I will give you a chance to introduce yourself. I'm anxious to tell you, welcome back to this weekend interview. And it's always a pleasure to have you on as my guest. Thanks, Tony. Um, it's always a pleasure also to be here to share the, the airwaves or the, the net with, with you and um, to let people know what I've been up to and what I'm doing and uh, to share some of my work with everyone. Awesome. But before we go much further, Gifters, I know um, recently, you know, we had, I don't know if death is ever untimely or if death is ever timely, um, but you had a great loss um, in your family because you, um, your younger brother transitioned to, to the next life. And so uh, I want to just publicly wish you and your family our deepest condolences um not only on my behalf but also on the behalf of the entire tdn family including the audience because we, we saw the outpouring of um support um for you as well for people that know you but also because your brother in his own right um made such a contribution and a difference in the lives of so many people that um that was so evident in the the spontaneous outpouring that we got for him. So our, our sincere condolences. Man. Thanks, Tony. And um, I I was really um, taken back when I saw the, the outpouring in Dominica for, for Tony. You know, I mean, he was such a quiet, cool guy. And um, it's it's tough. It has been tough. I, I always have to remind myself that he's not around because uh, the other thing is, many people used to regard him as a smaller version of me. You know, mm -hmm. Some people used to think that he was me. and um, But uh, I'm dealing with it and just hoping that, you know, he rests in peace. No, Thanks. certainly. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that you have enough memories of him that as, as time dulls the edge, then the beauty of the memories and relationship starts to fill that void. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah. So a special good evening to all guests, people who regularly on here. I see, I see Marshall is on there, Annie, Sophie. Um, I not, if I don't call your name, it's because you haven't made a comment. I can only see who's there if you made a comment. And I'm looking forward to a lot of participation in tonight's, um, in tonight's show. Uh, Gifters, I don't know how you do it, but you are always producing, always, always producing, you know? And um, Henry Matisse says, creativity takes courage. So that makes you one of the bravest soldiers <laughs> to walk the face of the earth because you're, you're always expressing your creativity. Uh, and a bungless amount of courage, it seems like. So, well, I think it's, it's more that this fact that um, I love doing what I'm doing. Uh, even if I, I may not seem to be doing much, I... I always find the time somewhere or the other to to do it, and uh, when I get into the into the groove, basically it's like, you know, just keep going, going not stopping, and I think that's what happens. So, you know, you've been on a few times. Um, I want you to to just tell us how you got into that channel of being a creative, being being an artist, being a poet, being a painter. Um, photographer, um, maybe I don't know what I, what I'm missing, um, but just give us a brief a brief little story as to what got you into this so that we can understand who your guest, our guest can understand, our 
audience can understand who you are and, and, and where you're coming from. Okay, my creative writing started at SMA. Mm. I clearly remember it was in uh, first form, and I can't remember if it was Mr. Walker or somebody who asked us to come to the front of the class and um, just ad-lib a story. And I remember going to the front and when I was done, it's like I had said that um, something that wasn't supposed to happen happened. And all the guys in the class started laughing. And um, the next time he gave us something to do, he said, everybody write a story. And I, I wrote something. And by the time I got to second form, I got into the field of writing poetry and submitting my work to the Marian Messenger, which was a school newspaper. And from there, I took a giant leap and went to the to the star newspaper that Mrs. Alfrey used to have. And then it just blossomed from there. It was, it was just natural. And we used to have this, um, a lot of composition writing those days. I remember my the English teachers from second, first, second and third form make us write quite a lot. So I got into the art of writing and um, I developed that. My artistic talent, I think it's something within my family because my uncle, Ronald, who presently lives in, the, in, in Canada, was one of the premier artists, I could say, in, in St. Joseph. And uh, I would be with him while he, he painted t-shirts, um, paintings on, on, on flower bags and stuff. And my photography, I took a bit of that from my uncle who has passed on, Frank Julian, who was one of the main photographers between Maho and St. Joseph. And I got a little bit from my mother also. She was very talented doing all the knitting and doing all the flowers on the, on what we used to call cushions and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think I, I was blessed with uh, a genetic ability, as I would say. <laughs> and uh, I saw people who who love the arts and um, I fell into it and I think I've been entrapped, basically. It's something I love doing. And, uh, you know, I always tell people that when I came up to the US, I stopped painting. And after having worked for almost 20 years and getting laid off, I decided to take a, a canvas and paint. And my daughter said to me, are you really serious that you hid this from us all those years? <laughs> no, so I am I am blessed with it and I'm, I'm thankful that I am still able to do it. Even if, even if it's not for the sole purpose of selling, but at least the fun and the satisfaction of being able to put ink on canvas and look back and say, well, yes, I did that. Yeah, because I was going to say, you know, most of us went to school and most of us had to write compositions. Some of us hated it. Um, some of us liked it, but not all of us ended up doing it over our lifetime. So I was going to ask you, what about it? What about you that made you continue to that? But then you you um, highlighted the fact that you seem to be surrounded by art. And, well, I uh -huh. think one other thing is when I moved to sixth form, one of my tutors there was no other but the maestro, Alwyn Bully. Oh. So um, I got a lot of um, coaching from him. You know, when I wrote my my pieces, you know, when I got feedback. And um, they say, when you rub shoulders with people who have certain talents, you, you develop yours. Right. And um, I still regard Alwyn as, a, as one of my mentors because uh, even in his present position, when I was home for Tony, I made sure I went to see him and share my work with him and let him know what he meant to me throughout those years. And as, I don't know if you, you also know, but I'm a, I also have written plays. I wrote plays when I was in St. Joseph. And uh, there is one famous one that we, I used a number of young kids from the village who were never involved in any acting or anything. And we staged what we call a great, great story. Wow. And um, up to this day, I I get a lot of good feedback.
from those, those who were involved. And some people try to wonder, how were you able to get those people who had no um, acting skills to get involved? Well, they had it. It was just that it was not exposed. They were not given the opportunities to, to use those skills. And um, when they did, they performed. Because up to this day, I still, every Christmas, I have my tape from this 1980s. Still watch it and it still brings back memories. Oh, really? It still makes me feel good to look wow. at the, the young people who were involved and the roles they played. You must digitize that and share it with TDN, man, so we can we, we can give that some play. One of those days, I'll try to remember that. You know, I'm serious. And and you know, um, I was talking to to somebody last week, and and she was giving me a similar story, um, that she was a really shy person growing up, and some people in the village organized young people into a group, and and they put together a play that they would, you know play in the village and the neighborhood village and villages and so on. And and that benefited her so greatly because it drew her out of her shell. Um, otherwise, she, she would have remained extremely shy. Yeah. And, and so we see that kind of role that um, art and giving people the opportunity to express to express themselves creativity, creatively, um, the effect that that can have on the life of a person, you never know. So when you look at the current, I know you just came back from Dominica. As a matter of fact, one of the one of the books that you just released that we're featuring tonight, called Quarantine, is based on your recent trip to Dominica, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So so well, let's talk about that book first because that's a good segue. Because when you go into Dominica, and I'm I'm not in Dominica, but I see sort of like an absence of that um, engagement of of the of the of the young people in in the creative um area i mean there are guys that play their music and so on but there's only few of you know um but we don't see that you know visual art and that um plays and dance and those things that we saw when we were growing up um just talk about that and how we think maybe that can play a role in trying to help dominica to recover some of what we've lost yeah i i hope i don't get in trouble um, some people have me as a, a bad guy because okay. um, um, a lot of the, the people, when you refer to those issues, say that, oh, you guys left and went to the U.S., you went to Canada. And I think that's a very lame excuse because before I got involved in activities in St. Joseph, there were other people who left. And a number of us filled that void. We became creative. We did things that we had to do. Um, there were people from the Compassion group who basically were superstars, people who never had any acting um, training or anything else. We put on shows and these people would perform. We did a number of plays. We, we performed at the old mill. We have Musicians in St. Joseph. We had one of the Caribbean's top band. These are guys who basically came from the same breeder as I. They picked up a guitar, they learned. We, we've had cricketers who've made the island team, Wilmot Islands, combines and stuff. So we've got the talent. It's just that maybe we don't have the people who are prepared to step up and do what they're supposed to do. The, the talent is there. The same way I found almost 20 young people who never seemingly had no acting talent and made them put on a play twice, one year, the following year, we even went to the villages and performed those, those plays. Means that we have the talent. The talent is there. It's a matter of people stepping up, accepting the fact that things are changing. And, and what bothers me is we have so much technology right now it makes life easier for, for people to do things. In the old days, we had to tape, use a tape, use this, use that. You had to write stuff on paper. Now everybody has a laptop, everybody has a tablet. A smartphone, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a matter of stepping up and making use of what we have. And I, I know it's not a loss, there is still hope. There is the capability of people stepping up. It's just a matter of leadership, 
somebody saying, I will take charge and get the young people involved. There is talent. That is what I that's what I was going to say. That it's all well and good that the people can be creative and some things can rise spontaneously, but leadership could also have recognized the contribution that it would make and deliberately go to St. Joe, go to Castle Bruce, and identify a few set of people, a group of young people, and put them together in a group and get them started. Two, three people, and then it will it will grow because that that's how it would happen. So we, I mean, like you said, all hope is not lost. Um, it may, it may still happen. But as, uh, as I said, one of one of the books that we we're going to talk about tonight, um, because you recently released three books since the last time you've been on, which is not a year ago. Um, you released three books, and I'm sure you have paintings and photographs and all the stuff that you've released in the meantime. But let's talk about the first one called Quarantine. Um, Talk about that work and, and what and what was the inspiration for that for that work? Yeah, just around the time that COVID started off, I was at work and I uh, was told you got to go home. Someone on the job tested positive for for COVID, and it was like, can't believe this. So I I was sent home and told to stay home until I was supposed to be called back. A few days later, I was told, well, based on what we found, we want you to go to quarantine. Say 14 days. It's like, what? <laughs> he says, yeah, well, if he's post tested positive and you guys work in the same building, you've got to go to quarantine for 14 days. And after the number one, it was like, am I really going to be doing this thing for 14 days? Locked in a room, you know, set aside from everybody else. And by the uh, fourth day, I had to find things to do. I asked my wife to get me my laptop and I started to basically, you know, write what was going through my mind while I sat in that room or lay on the bed in that room for the 14 days. So it became a chronology, a, 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 a history or a, a story of a daily story of what transpired with me in the room, what was happening outside, what was happening in New York, what was happening throughout the world. And every day I wrote a paragraph or two about what happened until the last day and i included excerpts from some speakers i inserted the the calypso from reverend branca john i inserted a piece from brother augustine swinburne augustine the scientist so i basically turned it into a real life story and looking at what COVID was doing, not just in terms of killing people, but changing the world at the moment. You know, I mean, all the, you heard of the, the, the canals not being as polluted as they were. You heard of not too many vehicles on the road and emitting pollution. So it was my, my life story within 14 days and um, all what I encountered or what I found about myself locked in for 14 days. And it, it was basically with all the uncertainties because every day I had to make sure I took my temperature and do this and do that. And there was, you know, the, the, the fear of having contracted that thing. And to me, each day I got closer to the 14 days, my hopes of escaping that dreadful thing grew stronger. And when the 14 came and my temperature was okay and everything was normal, I went and I celebrated. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was kind of a weird, it was weird because there were so many uncertainties about the disease at that time. And I mean that I was even scared that I had infected my wife because if I had, you know, picked up the stuff at work, 
what was going to happen to my wife. So there was double trouble removing that. But thank God I, I was able to to um, dodge the bullet, as they would say. And, and, and it, I guess, in a sense, it, it, it's almost like a journaling of your experience. But It was. But being being an artist, and that is what I, I always say, artists are really historians in a sense. Um, but you 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 capturing it in the current in the current form, but then you that saves that record yeah. that goes back uh, and makes you a historian in that sense. And all of us experienced it, and we knew we know what we experienced during that time, but not all of us wrote it down. No. So you capturing it and sharing it. Now, I can go and get a copy of that book, Quarantined. I don't know if you have a copy in front of you that you can show the listeners, um, the audience, the, what the cover looks oh, like. Light, very bright light. Yeah, just, so. just, yeah, keep, you should keep it, in, keep it oh, right there. Yeah. Go, right there. Right, Quarantined, right? Um, it yeah. has that beautiful um, crowned um, coronavirus on there. Surviving 14 days of confine, confined while outside as storm rages on unabated so this is what i'm driving at is get your copy of quarantine by gifters john it's available on amazon uh, in, in in hard copy it's also available in the e-version get your copy because what it's going to do is when you read it it's going to help you to to remember the experience you had while it was going on and um so so that that that's the whole point uh, people, that's the purpose of people like Giftus. Giftus yeah. has paintings. I, we no longer live in Dominica. However, I can buy one of Giftus' paintings that reminds me, that shows me the Emerald Pool every day or, or the Freshwater Lake or the St. Joseph West Coast scene or, or whatever. One of, uh, and so that is what um, people like um, Giftus, artists like Giftus do for us. Uh, and so I encourage you to, to go and find the book and buy it because it will it will help you to to remember that moment in time when everything to stood still and we remembered what um what was important because that's that that period distilled all of those things and, and brought the essence of what's important to us because the funny thing is after the book was published i sat back and i started reading some of the things that i wrote and it was like man because there were some things that I, I chronologically <laughs> put on in this, um, I chronicled, but sounded like, wow, out. Because I would be up, and I think it was all the anxiety and stuff, up through the night, and hearing, you know, the jet planes taking off from from um, Newark. I would hear the vehicles, you know, streaming by. And these are things that I basically took for granted. But here I was at two or three o'clock in the morning alone and the place was quiet. And every jet that took off was like, whoa, here he goes. Or around three o'clock in the morning, another small plane would take up. And I always listened to that. And there were times during the, the early mornings or sometimes when the weather was not too good, I would hear that constant hum of the wind out there. And it was like, I was experiencing something different. So besides, the, the negative or the bad side of COVID, I became aware a lot more of my own surroundings. I got involved in um, meditating a little bit, learning some stuff about my faith. And um, I tried to make the best out of the bad situation, really. And I hope I think I did. Yeah, and that's what COVID did in a sense. COVID quieted down the earth, the yeah. world, I should say, yeah. so that we could hear you could hear and, and, and listen, yes. give yes. a time to pause and to listen. Uh, yes. one, of your, one of your students, I guess, Hector John, the Honorable Hector John, he's a parliamentarian in Dominica. He says, words in the quiet moment flutters in my mind, like leaves in the tropical breeze. Written yeah, he was my student. We just, he's a <laughs> yeah. we just like me and my dad. He's always been somebody who who reminds me of the things about me he, he read at school. Mm -hmm. And um, this, this is what usually gives me a little flutter. You know, I meet a lot of people who say, you know what? When I was um, at school, I read your work. 
when I, there's still some of my former students at SMA who still remind me of having me teach them or read to them the, the poems. Because when I was at SMA, Brother Jermaine allowed me to use one of my books to, it was a quiet moment, to read to the guys. And um, up to this day, it still means a lot to many of them and to me too. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so Gifters, we're right at the bottom of the hour. I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your two other books that, that you've produced um, in recent times. A sequel to Mount William and Friends. Last time you were on, or even time before that, we spoke about Mount William and her circle of friends. And this one is a sequel. Um, so I know listeners, you're, going, you're in for a treat. And also, um, you have a book of poems. And so when you come back, you're going to share some of those works with us. Um, if you join me late, um, listeners, although I think you need no introduction, but my guest tonight is Mr. Giftos John. Um, artist extraordinaire, author, writer, poet, um, playwright, photographer, painter. He, he's just a creative. He's just a creative soul. And he is very prolific at, 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 share, at producing items to share his creativity with us. So stay tuned. Get a quick word from, our, from the sponsors. And when you come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Mr. Gifters, John. Presented by... Have you always wanted to learn how to paint but felt that you didn't have the talent to try? Well, pick up that paintbrush and join me, Nicole Georges-Bennett, for Art and the Word on TDNTV.net, Wednesdays at 10.30 a.m., which repeats on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Join me for an exploration through art appreciation and biblical inspiration on Art and the Word, TDNTV.net, Wednesdays at 10.30, which repeats on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Let's paint. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. People say I've got a great smile. Well, I have to say, this is all thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. I've got world-class dental care. Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile, too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Call or visit Beacon Dental Group today, 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, Massachusetts, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. Welcome back, listeners. And the subject of, of this speaking interview tonight, the theme is art. Um, which, uh, you know, art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time. Um, that, that's a quote from Thomas Merton. Art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time. And, and, for, uh, and because of that, we, we're really grateful for, for people like, like Gifters who uh, were able to, to to develop and hone their craft and then turn around and share it with us. Um, we, we're tremendously grateful for that. Um, before, before we jump in, I want to, somebody just sent me a notice that I want to share with the audience. Um, like, as I'm in New York City, it says that New York schools, New York City schools are looking for a thousand support custodians to work in school buildings. Um, they're paying just over $20 an hour, no experience needed. Um, you can email them for more information at human resources, human resources at nyc 
nyss.org. Um, and or you can go on their website, nycsss.org. Okay, www.nycsss.org. Um, and, and maybe you can find more information there, but they're looking for custodians. I know some people um, got laid off because of COVID and they have not found work. Um, so if you're in the New York City area, um, that might be an opportunity if you're interested in that. They're looking for custodians, no experience needed, um, paying um, a little more than $20 an hour. So I just thought I would put that in there as, as the notice came, came across because this is what we're about helping folks to, um, so hopefully some people can find some opportunity there. Yeah, but listeners, uh, my guest tonight is, is Mr. Giftus John. He, he has recently released three books. He just told us about Quarantine, which is basically where he documented um, the whole atmosphere that existed when, when we were too afraid to walk on the streets. <laughs> um, too afraid to walk on the streets. Uh, and when we did go out, it, it was as if there was an unseen ghost out there yeah. that could jump to us at, us at any time. Yeah, that's true. And possess our, our bodies and our soul. And we would have two weeks to find out whether it, it did or not. Um, two other books that you have gift us, um, Lamentations. Um, I don't remember the full title because I just got it today. Voices of Lamentations. Voices of Lamentations. And then, of course, I always remember Ma William. Okay, so, yeah, keep it there. Keep it there. We can see. Okay, Voices of Lamentation by Giftus John. And, and though that's artwork, a book of poems, The artwork right? on this one was done mm -hmm. by the late Ronald Dejan. That was the last artwork he did before he passed. Yeah, Ron. We, when he passed, we did a little tribute to him because, you know, um, TDN Radio has a radio drama series, yeah. Redemption Road. Yeah. And and Ron um, was one of the lead actors on there. But you know the good thing about it is that he recorded his part before yeah, he passed. Yeah. So for this season, we are going to get to experience him again. All of you who um, who knew him and who he was there to you, you're going to get to experience him as if he's in the flesh. And that's what we were talking about, technology enhancing enhancing the art but tell tell the folks about um voices of lamentation um as you just said i loved writing and um for the um, past two years or so since my last book i've been writing and most of the poems were published well as i would say pit poetry in the moment just written and i would post them onto onto facebook and after a while, I realized, well, you know what? I saw what was going on based on the situation around us. Uh, people were going through some tough times. And when I checked the poems I had written and I searched Facebook and I searched other areas, I realized I had so many of them just floating out there. So I decided, why not you know, put them all together? sat down, compile them, had my daughter assist me with them, make sure everything looks okay. And um, based on the theme that I was thinking of because we were hurting, we were, I realized, well, you know what? I could push something out again. It, it was more of a, sort of a harsher tone than I usually write, a little more direct. And, um, <clears throat> Within a, a month and a half, I had it all compiled, um, put together and, and printed. And uh, here we are. And I was thankful that, though it happened in a harsh way, but you know, I have always used Ron, as I said, with my work. And I asked him to, to work on that. And just after he did it, it's like, you know what I mean? The stuff. So at least this is, although it doesn't say it on the, within the book because I didn't have the time to add it, but it is just so much of a true testament to the kind of work that, that Ron used to produce. Okay. And um, is so there a particular is, poem that you like that, that you probably want to share with the audience? I don't, I, I, I like all of them, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
I don't uh, have any preference compared to whether it's a one-line poem or a 20-line poem, but I just love one of them. Um, this one, I I know a lot of people are going to identify with it, and it's called I, I Cannot Breathe. I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe as a system crushes me with its weights of social injustice, lack of opportunities, loss of jobs, loss of our humanity, hunger in a land of plenty. I cannot breathe as you kneel on my neck, hindering circulation to my brain like you have done all these years with no regard because of my skin color, even as a numb society watches, encouraging your corrupt ways. I cannot breathe. No, I cannot. I try to cry out as you kneel on my neck, muffling my cry for help, stabbing my body of oxygen, and you watch cold-heartedly as I gulp my last breath and my body goes limp. I cannot breathe. No, I cannot. As your smoke-filled politics starve me of clean air. As you pollute the minds of those so beholden to your racism and pension, creating pain and suffering among my people. I cannot breathe. I cry as I sleep in roach-infested rooms, play in infested, in rat-infested yards. I gasp for breath, for clean air, as asthma sucks away my life, unable to get medication to help clear my constricted airways. I cannot breathe, I cry out. We cry out as the putrid smell from garbage piles permeates the surroundings, overpowering our neighborhoods, imprisoning us within crime-riddled and impoverished zip zones. I cannot breathe, I groan agonizingly as tear gas is expelled, when we stand up, as we cry out against social injustice, racism, deficient schools, bullets riddled playgrounds, lack of jobs, left to wallow in poverty. I cannot breathe, I cry out, seeking your mercy, as the noose tightens around my neck. You laugh and mock me as my body begins to go limp, like many others before me. We cannot breathe, we cry out in pain. Yet, you turn your face away, looking the other way, as your self-guilt evaporates. Yes, you see us, oh, so close, like you are watching in a mirror and our last breath forks the image you see staring you in the eyes, an image that will haunt you as you gasp for breath. That's great. You know, really, really capturing it. And, um, and you know, I, I, I guess you, you use the George Floyd scenario, but expanded it way beyond and that's what that's 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 a beautiful poem and i guess it, it fits right into the, the title you know voices of lamentation you know it's screaming can i get out yeah, um, yeah you know when i when i posted that on facebook i knew i was going to be getting some you know kickback but you know in times like now the the uh, over the years what is a voice of people, you know, you basically say the things that other people would love to say, um, put them on paper, let others read. 
because I know a lot of people can identify with whatever poet writes. And um, as an author, as I say, you sometimes have um, the, the license to, to, to use your words. And once it's not you know, purging somebody else or purging self, you know, I think I have reached a point in life where I think you know, it doesn't make any sense to call anything black if it's red or color anything green if it's white you know I mean, right, it's, right, it right. Is, mm -hmm. because that is what makes you an honest offer honest writer honest artist you have to be true an artist is usually as i said the voice ears and eyes of those around him because that's why when we write plays when the plays that we write usually represent what the actors feel or what the actors see or what other people see within society and that's 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 how you you gain credibility and i think that's 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 what i have to do yeah uh, certainly and not only that but also everybody who sees or reads your work has the opportunity and the liberty to to bring their own interpretation based on their own experiences yeah. and circumstances so it is because there have been some works that i've done that people some one person has a, a opinion about it. Somebody else has something else, because not everybody reads the same message or sees the same message in anything as written. Just like an artwork, you know. I mean, it's an abstract book. You ask somebody, well, what does that um, tell you? Talk and speak to you about. And one person may say something, and somebody else may say something, because we see it differently. We see we have a different outlook on whatever is written or whatever is done. Yeah, I read somewhere it says that. The principle of true art is not just to portray; it is to, is to evoke. Evoke, and 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 so why what it evokes it's, it's is a reaction, and that reaction is definitely based on the on the person's experience and circumstance and motivation. So so that's certainly that. The third the third work that we're talking about tonight is is. Um, Mount William and uh, the love of, of, of family um, and community. I, I, I'm butchering it too. <laughs> Not as young as I, as I was to remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Hold it up for us as well. Yeah. Just keep it right there. A story of love, family, and community. A story of love, family, and community. And there's a beautiful photo of part of the West Coast. I guess you're standing up. Um, Above St. Joe and looking towards um, over Castaways area. Is that where that photo that's is? St. Joseph in the background. That's St. Joseph. Oh, St. Joe in the background. So yeah, that was, that was one of the photographs before the, the, the rivers loaded, loaded all the sand into the, into the river. Because as you can see, that big rock on the side. Right. There is water at the back of it. Okay. Today, there is no water there. You could walk all the way to the rock. Oh really? So this is a vintage photograph, as they would say. Wow! I took way back when. Oh really? Okay. And because this is the, the original Saint Joe. So, <laughs> so from what from what position do you take? I took that from above the um the, the highway. From the highway. Okay. Yeah, All right. Above the highway. Back. Um, just before you, next to where the schools have the the, the kids have the, the bus stop, across from there. Somebody's asking. Um, if your books are available, yes, tell, Alvin, tell Alvin, get all of them. I thought, I, Alvin, I thought, I thought you already had them, you know. <laughs> Alvin, I've had all of them already. Oh, I, thought, today, Alvin. <laughs> I thought you already had all of them, but good evening, Mr. Thomas. Good evening. Yeah, Hi, Alvin, us, if, if you just had Gifters John on Amazon, the whole page is populated with, with, with works from, from Gifters John. Uh, also, Gifters, you can, you can tell them where else um, they can get your they can get your works um all your other works as well i have works besides um amazon i have them myself and uh, in dominica my my sisters have copies in st joseph so, all right yeah in st joseph okay. jo just johanna or etienne is or avila some people know her um so this is this is the the contacts i have in st joseph you haven't got any at Jay's bookstore? No, um, no, that's a long story. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I was asking because I know, I know that. <laughs> um, 
but all it's, it's been very difficult to get my my work which is kind of weird into bookstores in dominica i have no idea why um i have i did a book drive last year year before yeah before the covid mm -hmm. and um i sent almost 200 books to um schools i had i had people here or fellow dominicans sponsor a school and send copies to the schools in the villages it was very very successful but um with covid i've kind of held back on doing it this year but i i hope to do it again because it helps to get the books that i write to the schools for dominica um let the kids be aware of the 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 offers let them know what other people write and um I, I was about to do it this year but when the covid started kicking back up again i said nah. and it was um that that um that was just the, the way it was it's it's been tough i i don't know what it is but um i've had a tough time getting my books into local schools but local school, I'm, right. i'm not too bothered about it i mean i do what i have to do and we move on from there it's it's a journey of love it's uh it's uh you know i mean if i had not love writing i would not be doing this thing still you know what I, mean? right, right, I, right. i love it you know what i mean and um it's, it it is the way where i get to express the life that i have lived or within the communities that i have and that is somebody else can read about life in St. Joseph of how a, 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 an offer from St. Joseph feels. I mean, exactly. that makes St. Joseph feel good about itself. And and the thing about it is that um, your work, like 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 Mount William, um, we have listeners from some of the other islands that got your work and they identify yep. with the way you capture the life in the community. Um, almost as if it happened in their island, in their little village, in their town. Um, so, so yeah, I agree with Anis that your book should be in all books. I remember when I went to grammar school, we, we did so many books from from the artists, um, writers from Trinidad and, yeah. and, and one guy from St. Lucia. Um, I remember Talk of the Tamarind um, was, was some of the one book of poems that we did. Um, there was a short story, um, King of the Masquerade. You know, yeah. um, your work certainly um, matches and surpasses in, in many instances those works. And so definitely um, we have to find a way, you know, we have to deal with what's in front of us and still find a way to overcome and achieve our objectives. Uh, and so we just have to keep pushing on. Uh, Give us we approach, quickly approaching the end of our hour. Um, yeah. I don't know if you had anything lined up to read from Mount William. Did you? Yeah, it's gonna take a while, but um, uh -huh. we will do it some other time. We can do it. Okay. I just wanted. Um, I also wanted to acknowledge though that um, I saw that the foreword for um, Mount William was done by Sharon Dariver. Yeah. Yeah, and she's yeah. she's definitely a staple on TDN. On TDN, um, I I have to bring her back on. We have we have a special um, program to do on some of her recent work, but she's also a very talented, very yeah, prolific is, um, yeah. writer, Sharon. And she, she gave a really well-written and glowing um, forward. So congratulations to her on, on that as well. But as we take it to a close, I'm going to give you the final word to, to bring our conversation to, to, to an end. Yeah, this, the story of this uh, William is that um, I was told that the story, the book was not complete. Rodolfo mm -hmm. says, you know what, there's something missing, Giftus. There was something missing. And in fact, one of the persons I just gave a copy is not Dominican. He's from Puerto Rico. And he said, where is my copy? I need my copy so I can know what happened now. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? At least it's done. I know there are a lot of people who Dominican who have been waiting for it in the wrong here. And it's just that it's... Uh, as I say, a labor of love. It's it's me doing what I love to do. And I appreciate a lot the people who've been supporting me throughout this journey. Um, you, you've been at the forefront of it and from the time you found out who I was and we got to know each other. Yep. And I'm thankful for that. And um, 
all the people along the journey, all those back in Dominica who who are basically diehard fans, I have quite a few of them. And um, if I start naming and I forget somebody, I may be in trouble. So I wouldn't name. I just say all the fans <laughs> everywhere, and those who keep you know making me feel very good about what I I, I have done. So. And here is one right here now, all the way from Guadeloupe. From Guadeloupe, I just um, feel very good, very blessed that I have been able to do it. And even though I'm away, as I say, I'm a Dominican representing Dominica in the US. You know, and I am. I still tell people every day that all my work is Dominican based. My paintings, my poetry, my it is me still connected. Because my my naval string, as I would say, is buried under the young patriots and Joseph. So in a way, I'm, it doesn't matter what it is. I know it's a very tough village, thank God. But that's where I I gained my my basic aspects of life. That's where I learned to be who I am today. And um, whatever I have to do for Senjo and Dominica, as an, an ambassador to the highest level. I'll do it, man. Thanks, You know, they say um, a prophet is not honored in his in his own land, um, but you know, um, I remember one time I met um, one of the officers from the youth division because as a kid I, I used to do a lot of stuff in the youth division, and she met me and she said, "You know, they cannot keep a good man down." <laughs> so I, I passed that on to you. They cannot they cannot keep a good man down because. I just have to mention the name Giftus and people flock and, and, and your your work speaks for itself. You have a large body of work and, and yeah. folks appreciate it and and the quality keeps improving, you know. It, it was always great and it keeps it keeps getting better. So we admire you and um, you know, you deserve all the all the accolades that, that are there to be gotten because not only that you have that staying power. And, and that persistence and that perseverance, you keep improving your art and you keep producing yeah, I better. Also, better. I, I have very strong um, support also from my family. My my daughter is one of my biggest fans and critics, and my my wife is always there. Well, you know, here you go with another book again, and um, <laughs> we, we just have to keep going. And uh, when I have to go on the on my events, I have them with me. So it's. Thankful to all those who've rallied behind me, as I say, rally behind the West Indies or rally behind Gifters. And um, until the last breath comes off of my body, I'll keep on doing what I have to do as an offer, paint, uh, whatever it is. Right, so, thank you so much again for the opportunity, brother. You're very so, welcome. You know, I want to say thank you to your family for sharing you with us. <laughs> you know, uh, But tell, tell folks, apart from Amazon, where they can get all your books, you have yeah. a website, you have... I have a website, GJS and photos. GJ is G... G-W-E-J-A-Y, GJ, ads and photos. Let me type it. G-W-E-J-A-Y. A-R-T-S. A-R-T-S. And photos. And oh, I have it as all one word. Yeah, all one word. Okay, at andphotos.com. Dot com. All right, so it's typed in the listeners. All of you just type gift us, man. They'll get. They type gift us, they show gift us. You also find it as well. <laughs> yeah, certainly, I certainly, gift us, that's it. So, yeah. Dominica, it's, it's through my um, my siblings. And um, anybody else, if you live somewhere else, just drop me an email, Facebook, text, WhatsApp. Easy to find gift us. Yeah, certainly. Thanks, yeah. Anis. Yes. The Thanks, West Coast people, right? West Coast people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Thank you so much for listening. We have, you know, I, I know I have a, a group of regular um, folks who come back every Wednesday for, for this weekend interview. Um, I really appreciate that because I know how busy we get and, and those folks make the time every week to, to fit us into their schedule. And so um, I, that's why I always appreciate Gifters when I ask you, you always say yes, um, because you always bring a very rich experience um, 
to the show and to the audience. So, so thank you, my brother, for 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 coming on and sharing and keep sharing your work with us. We keep we keep um, appreciating it. And for sure, we at 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 TDN, we we certainly would like to be able to create a platform where the work can be can be shared even more but also folks can purchase because I, I'm not ashamed to say that one of my objectives is for artists to be able to, to gain benefit from their, directly from their work, sales of work. So folks purchase the books, contact yeah. gifters, get a painting, get a photograph. Um, if somebody's having a birthday, you know, consider one of gifters' products as a, as a gift, as a present, is that that quality. You go into a wedding, Somebody maybe just bought a house. Um, give them a painting that they can hang in there as as a gift decoration. It doesn't, it doesn't be an expensive one because the thing is just the they, they can afford it. Day. They can buy the expensive one if they. If, I'm <laughs> saying once you support and you have it in there, yes, it means a lot to the artist. Yes. Yeah. Like an expensive or not too expensive one. Once you support the artist, the artist feels it feels so satisfied. Made. You know. Yeah. That is. that that. People it's not a matter of the, the value; it's a matter of the the, the, the gesture. Yeah. Use the gesture. That's mm -hmm. what it is. That's what matters, man. Yeah, it's the thought that comes. So, so yeah. support support the artist, support the work. Um, you know, take the opportunities. Your your kids. A lot of us had the opportunity to. The kids were home in school, and so you want extra work, even if now they're in school. Get get some poems. Get get you know lamentations. Get voices from the hilltop. Um, you know, uh, your kids were not born in Dominica. You haven't been able to take them back because of restrictions for traveling where you normally would. Get them Mount William and friends so they can they can experience Dominica almost as if they were there on vacation. Yeah. So I'm really encouraging listeners to to go on there and, and purchase the work and support and support and and continue to give gift us that inspiration, um, letting them know that we are grateful that he keeps sharing his talent with us. So my brother, thank you so much and, and I wish you all the best. Same here, brother. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, listeners. Thanks. There you have it. Uh, you know, another awesome um, interview with Giftus. Every time he comes, he brings it um, and he shares his work. And and um, somebody, somebody said that the excerpt from Lamentations was riveting. And it indeed it was because we all could identify with what was being portrayed in there. So go out and support and and have have a wonderful week. Stay safe, um, everyone. And we'll do this again next week Wednesday. Good night and thank you. Thank you, brother. Thanks, man. Yeah. Good night, everyone.